Moon Podcast Escalation! Hello, everyone. My name is Jordan D. White. My name is Chris Sims, and this is Sailor Business. It's the podcast where we sit down and watch an episode or an associated piece of media for the classic 1990s Sailor Moon anime, and we talk about why we love it so much. And I said that so weird, because this week we are watching Sailor Moon Super's The Movie Black Dream Hole. We are. Which is not dirty, but the more I say it, the dirtier it sounds. <sighs> Jordan, how are you? I'm fine. Uh, you sound a little. You sound a little reluctant because I thought we were through the bad stuff, and and I watched. Wait, did this you movie. not? Did you not like this? There's no horse. Yeah, I I know, but there might as well have been. I know. I thought it was terrible. Did you like this? I thought it was fun. Oh, oh I know why you didn't like it because no, I honestly didn't even care that chibi use was in it i just found it really really boring <laughs> really yeah well that's very surprising but i guess we will have to find a tiebreaker in the form of our very special guest for this episode hi someone who has uh hi sorry <laughs> no that's okay i was gonna finish the introduction it's it's single denon how are you today i'm doing good uh i am glad to hear it you you got in touch with me a long time ago so long first first talking about how you liked uh God, I don't even remember how to say it properly, and now I'm so nervous. Haruka. Uh, and then uh, you were like, please, I want to be on for Sailor Moon Supers the movie. Oh, yeah. sorry, so I just insulted is, it. <laughs> yeah, this, this is your jam here. It is. Like, growing up, I had two v Sailor Moon VHS tapes, and this was one of them. And I watched it so much that I could repeat everything and my mom could repeat everything. Like, wow. that's how much I watched it. Wow. That is amazing. That is impressive. This was all the Sailor Moon I knew. Like, I didn't know any better. Was, so this was the only thing? For a really long time, yeah. Amazing. What, what, what did you then encounter after this? Because I imagine watching this, this, I mean, I enjoyed it, but it does not give you a good idea of what Sailor Moon is. <laughs> all about generally no no it doesn't um the first thing this the first sailor moon thing i watched was this uh vhs tape of you know black dream hole and then after that mm -hmm. um we didn't have cable in my house because my mom thought it would like make me a bad student and so right. i discovered this like one weird asian channel that would play uh anime at i think it was like two in the morning and it played Sailor Moon episodes and Fushigi Yugi. And so I would watch Sailor Moon episodes in Japanese out of order. And so that was it. Wow. Okay. So were you able to like piece together the story? Yeah, some of it. And then, you know, Cartoon Network came along and we got cable in my house because my mom thought I was old enough after a while. And the rest is history. I started watching Sailor Moon regularly in English and I understood it a lot better. Yeah. <laughs> so did you have 
headcanon about like when you were like that's not what the deal is with those characters like when you could finally understand what was going on or was or is sailor moon just universal no i definitely had my own headcanons i thought pearl was like a much bigger deal i kept waiting for him to show up in the show proper and he never did and then the horse showed up and i realized that chibi usa was never gonna have her little fairy boyfriend show up again yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and since she got a horse that stuck around for a season and they look so similar with the white hair and everything they really do she clearly she just has a type. she has a type uh, yeah that was one of my notes for sure uh so i guess we, we're already into what's your history with sailor moon like how did it continue on through your life uh started reading the manga uh and then after that, like, I would borrow it from the library, again, out of order. I have n- i don't think I've ever, like, seen or read Sailor Moon completely in order. But, yeah, that's how I discovered Haruka and Michelle, and it was just awesome. They were so good in the manga, and then the TV show was, like, really weird about it. And it wasn't until later that I was like, oh, no, this is, this is bad. This is bad what they did to them. I like that you called them... Haruka and Michelle proving that Jordan and I are not the only ones who just interchangeably drop their American names. Yeah, I think I just have like preferred names for each Sailor Scout and some of them are Japanese and some of them are English. That's really funny. So who so who is who? Yeah, who who else do you have preferred names? If you like if you're gonna run down Oh whose name Name is all the scouts and enemies. Serena. Great. Serena, Chibi Usa, Mina, Lita, Ami. Like, I always went with Ami instead of Amy, even though I tend to usually go with the English names. But yeah. And then Pluto's name, I just never remember. <laughs> yeah, me neither. What is it again? P- Pluto is Setsuna. Yeah, you're right. And what's her English name? I do, I do not know her American name. <laughs> For some name. reason, I want to say Patricia. <laughs> I, does she have a, a, a special English name? She must, right? She must. Yeah, she has to. Well, what about, uh, what about Saturn? Oh, I just called her Saturn. Oh, that's great. I I don't know if I remember Saturn's name. I know her last name is Tomoe. Yep. Saturn. Saturn I, Tomoe. I know this. I know this. Well, he, here's the thing. Like, they're not around for most of the show. It makes me, like, I want those characters. But I was really looking forward to her specifically coming back because it said the nine scouts unite. But I forgot there were two moons. Yeah. She does not show up in this one. That, that uh, yeah, Devin also was like, "Wait, why doesn't why isn't she showing up?" And I was like, "No, Cheapy's the other one." And she was like, "Oh, goddamn!" Yeah. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to look up what their names. Okay, I'm I'm having trouble finding Hotaru. Hotaru. Hotaru is her name. Oh, see, I'm trying. I'm still trying to figure out Pluto's English name. Everyone is screaming at their phones in pure disgust. I know. <laughs> Because we're disgusting. It makes sense. Trista. No. Trista? That is I what I am finding. Close. Patricia? Trista? That's kind of close. Yeah, why is her name Trista? Yeah, like, at that point, just call her Satsuna. Like, <laughs> Trista. I don't think I've ever met anyone with that name ever. Me neither. Trista. All right, well... Yeah. What else we got? What else we want to talk about? Hey, we, we have to run down uh, our, our list of uh, questions. So who is your favorite scout? My favorite scout is Haruka, but the scout that I relate to the most is Ami. Like, I was definitely a bookworm. 
like growing up and I was into like math and everything. And so for a really long time, I used to say she was my favorite, but I realized that, you know, she was who I was and Haruka was who I wanted to be. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. So you were, you were sitting there reading math books, dreaming about racing cars. <laughs> yes. And picking up girls, hopefully not well, to kill sure. them. <laughs> hopefully not. Hopefully not. Um, how badass was that special though? Right. Oh my God. I loved it. Like, Every time I think about it, it makes me upset that we don't have that spinoff series. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. I hadn't even known about that special until I heard you guys talk about it. And then I went back and watched it and was like, this is amazing. Why don't we have this as a thing? I will read it. If it's like a book series, I will watch it. If it's a TV series, if it's live action or animated, I don't care. It's so good. It was so fun. Uh, this, this is not that good. No. no. Uh, but... What what do you think of uh, other aspects of the show that have we have debated about? Uh, how about the uh, the old miracle romance? Okay, so I was very into the miracle romance as a kid, only because I saw like Tuxedo Mask as this frail boy. First of all, I wasn't aware of the <laughs> age difference. I wasn't aware of the age difference. I just thought he was like really tall. And so he was just like this frail boy that she had to take care of all the time and like save. And I was super into that. Like I wanted my own frail boy to save. <laughs> I I love that because that's not entirely yeah. accurate. No, either. especially in this. He gets stabbed a lot. He he goes into comas a lot. He does. He gets turned into hot pockets. He goes into comas. Uh, he gets sick yeah. all the time. All the time. <laughs> you you know. Maybe that's where Darian is getting it from because he 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 gets sick a lot. Oh no! Well, I mean that's probably because he's a baby. Yeah, but... yeah. Goes to daycare and stuff. Also, yeah. can I just say how amazing it is you named your kid Darian? Like, I, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I have one friend, and the like the most she's ever been into something was naming her dog Bilbo. Okay, well, I, I cannot support naming a child Bilbo, though. No. To be fair. <laughs> That would be too much. A, an animal, sure. Uh, Darian's a Darian's a good man. Though. Yeah, I, mean, I think plenty of people would not know it's from a cartoon. <laughs> oh no, everyone's gonna know. Jordan, we all have the internet now. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I mean, if you already know that I love Sailor Moon and you know Sailor Moon, sure. But like, if I don't think anybody's gonna be like, why did he name that? Like, most people don't get that questioning about people's names. <laughs> Are you going to give him a nickname, like like a diminutive? Like a, a short form. So far, it doesn't it doesn't come naturally. Like dare okay. is a fine one to use. I'm I'm not opposed to it, but it's, it doesn't come naturally. I just call him Darian all the time. Yeah, if you use dare, I think a lot of people would assume it's short for Derek. Sure, sure. You know, well, you know what you could, you know, what you could, you know, what you could call him since Rini? it's it's Darian. Yeah, you could call him Rini. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah. I saw that coming. No, I'll pass on that. You, look, you could, I know you don't care for the character, but you could, re you just associate the name with someone you like more, and it'll be a perfectly fine name. I'll just call him Rien, which is French for nothing. That's so, that's, wow. that's weird. Don't do that. <laughs> yeah, we're not recommend. No, I was no, kidding. Okay. Obviously not. Go take a hard pass on that one, Jordan. <laughs> I mean, again, I don't mind Jordan. Like, Jordan is not a problem for me. It's just not, most people don't say it. Just again, mostly my family and you. And I feel like you say it to be mean, but it doesn't hurt me. 
I was, I'll, I'm not going to lie, I was utterly disgusted by the name Jord the yeah. first time I heard it. But now it's like, I, I don't say it to be mean. I just, you know, <laughs> I have grown to like it. Yeah. 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 Well, well not good. like, like is the wrong word. <laughs> Used to it. Yeah. Sure. Who who wants to take all the time to say two syllables? I mean, who, your name is, the time? I, I, I guess your name is Christopher, right? Yes. So I, I have a shortened name already. Yeah, I never think of you as Christopher ever. Only my sister calls me Christopher. My wife calls me Sims. Oh lot, wow. Which that's, is weird. That's very I funny. Like that. <laughs> we should start calling you that, everybody. Uh I mean I mean you can if you want to. It is my name. So uh yeah, my dad never called me Chris. He always called me Christopher. And like when I was twelve, I asked him, I was like, Dad, why don't you why do you always call me Christopher? And he looked at me like I was <laughs> insane. And he said, It's your name. <laughs> like I like I was the weird one. But yeah. Well wait. I mean I, I guess you're both the weird one. In, A little bit, yeah. In that story. <laughs> Who among us is not the weird one? <laughs> You can really get down to it. All right, uh, so right. that was the miracle romance. What about uh, what about cookbook? You know what? I've been sold on cookbook. I I've never. Oh, seen... I have an email from you about how it yes. is true. And right. <laughs> Look, I'm one of those people. I'm a shipper. I ship everything. I will ship my coat hanger and oh. my shoe if I have to. <laughs> like I'm into it. They they don't seem like they'd fit together well. No, that's the fun of it, though. Like <laughs> okay, opposites attract. Yeah, like I'm into cookbook. Like they're to me, they're like a very proto um, Haruka and Michelle for me. Like that's what they are. They're very proto them. Like, and I like it. I like that that that's reflected yeah. in their dynamic or like the way Chris. I mean, I can s- imagines it. <laughs> I can see the similarity. I I don't know if I'm trying to think. Like Ami and Michelle <laughs> are not that similar. No, they're studious they're not, in different ways. Yeah. They're not dissimilar. Well, I mean a little bit. I know they're both quiet, but they're they're quiet in different ways too. <laughs> yeah. One of them's rich, the other one's just comfortable. Yeah. And I also feel like I feel like one of them is because because both of uh, uh, Uranus and Neptune are like made out of confidence. Right. And uh and Ami's not. I mean she knows she's the smartest girl in the country, but she's still I I still feel like she's not that confident about it. Yeah, I I definitely think the the prime difference between uh Haruka and Michiru and like any of the other characters on this show any human being in yeah, the world is that they are fairly ridiculously uh perfect uh confident but yeah perfect and confident (laughs) they like basically like took all activities and went one of them will be good at each of these and they divided them up between the two of them and now they've covered all activities but don't forget ami's also good at swimming she likes but not as good as as mishiro yeah 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 she likes swimming i don't know if she's that good at it how dare you well, because she hasn't figured out the math of swimming yet, really. Once she gets that, 
Now I just want to see him. That's the math of swimming is my favorite mountain yeah. goats record. I just want to see like a movie where, like a Rocky style movie where someone tries to like science swimming. <laughs> you have to, you have to look into the heart of swimming. That's um, that reminds me of uh, the the Sherlock Holmes movies. Yeah, the Robert Downey Jr. Like the, one. The Robert Downey Jr. ones because yeah. he like does like math fighting, doesn't he? Like he's like, mm, I've, I've calculated the angle of my punch. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. <laughs> I mean, it's the, he doesn't he doesn't call it math fighting, and no one calls it math fighting because no one would like those movies if it was called math fighting. But but yeah, that's what it is. It though. is. They should they should call it that. I like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Math fighters. M- math fighters would be. Let's pitch the all new anime series Math Fighters. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Boku no Math Fighters. Ooh, what does that mean? I I don't know. I hear it a lot on the internet. Oh. Editor's note, I think that means my math fighters. <laughs> Alright, do any do we have any other regular questions? I think we've established. Wait, I feel like we've we've missed one. Oh, oh Chibi. Yes. A hundred percent for her. Pro Chibi? A hundred percent pro Chibi. Alright. Visually, she is like the cutest thing on the show. <sighs> I mean, I well, okay. I would say the cats, but what are you gonna do? <sighs> See, I'm not a cat person, so they don't do it for me. Uh, listen, it's been a few days since I watched this movie. Are I'm you trying... including Rhett Butler in that, by the way, Jordan? No, I meant, I meant mostly Luna. I mean, let's be real. Mm-hmm. But also, I mean, whatever. Look, Listen, it's been a few days since I watched this movie. I don't remember why I found it so not pleasant. I'm sure my <laughs> memory will be refreshed. I don't think it was Chibi. Listen, obviously I don't like Chibi. This is well established. Oh, is it? Yes, I don't think that was the main reason, but I because I, I but I remember being like, okay, all right, all right. Um, let's see. Uh, we'll find out when we uh, when we watch it again. Speaking of which, you want to watch this movie? Yeah, uh, I think we should. Are, is there, is everyone ready to get to get it to drive right down to that black dream hole? <laughs> that does sound a lot. Good. Yeah, it doesn't sound good. Back when I was, I, what I said when I was tweeting about watching it was, I didn't realize that that wasn't the name of the movie, but the best pull quote they could find from critics. <laughs> rude. <laughs> I didn't like it. Why are you so rude? Yeah. I didn't realize that was. I didn't realize that was it. the title of the movie. Like as a kid, because on my VHS it had the Japanese writing, and obviously I can't read Japanese, so it was just Sailor Moon Supers to me. And so I didn't realize until right now. Well, not right now, but when I first watched the movie, that it was called like Black Dream Hole, and I was like, that is a very unfortunate title for this movie. Do you still have the Japanese uh, VHS? Oh, I do. It's in my house. Nice. I've still got the English ones uh, for all three movies. We we did locate that we have all three VHSs in the little nice soft clamshells uh, boxes. Yep. Um, that's great. That's great. They're they're nice designs. They actually did uh, decent looking. Uh, packaging for those they did yeah weren't those pioneer i think they were yeah yeah Pioneer always did fairly decent uh stuff with those i think all right here we go let's watch this one all right we are watching sailor moon supers the movie also known as Black Dream Hole, also known as Pretty Soldier Sailor Moon Super S, the Nine Sailor Soldiers Unite, M- Miracle of the Black Dream Hole. Miracle of the Black Dream Hole. All yeah, right. it really, I, I wasn't thinking of it as anything dirty, and now I can't stop. Uh, but it was written 
by uh, Yoji Enokido. It was directed by Hiroki Shibata. And the animation director was uh, Kenichi Tajiki with Tarao Kuboro. And it originally came out, the original release date was December 23rd, 1995. And Jordan, you know what that means. Oh, he didn't Did even you... wait for me to say. Because, <laughs> <laughs> baby, let me tell you, it's almost Christmas. I love it. You should play the U2 version. Um, anyway. Fuck <laughs> <off>. <laughs> How dare you? The, the disrespect? <laughs> so, uh, hey, listen, I did a, a tiny bit of uh, research. That's unbelievable. I know. I, I, I did it while we were uh, pre-roll, uh, before we were recording. Okay. So I didn't work that hard. Don't worry about it. But what I did was I, I decided, uh, hey, let me figure out when this came out relative to the tv show that we watch normally okay and wouldn't you believe it it came out the exact same day as episode 158 so that's pretty much um well i wouldn't say it's halfway through the season of uh super sailor moon super s it's it's actually most of the way through but it's uh the episode is called um well, I'm on the Wikimoon article, so that always has slightly wrong title. But uh, although maybe this is one, Pegasus is secret, the boy who protects the dream world. So oddly enough, very oddly enough, it appears that at the same on the same day that Chibi found out that that horse she was in love with was a boy, they put out a movie where she falls in love with a different boy, a different white haired boy. <laughs> yeah. A different, the same boy. Yeah, like very, very strange. I mean, these things always, these, these, these movies never fit, and you always just kind of have to hand wave and go, yeah, they're in there somewhere. But that, that is particularly weird to me that they would give a romance to the same character both in the show and the movie. It's a little weird, <laughs> but but you know, like again, the movies are, the movies, like you said, don't quite count. Do they not count? Mm. I mean, they they count, but they're not like I don't know. They're weird. They're very weird. I, they exist in their like outside of time. Yeah, I kind of consider them to be like you know, if Marvel six one six is the main continuity, then this is like two universes over, like very close and very similar, but just slightly different. Oh, uh, but that see that sort of bums me out because because I love Sailor Moon R movie so much, I want it to be like super in continuity. <laughs> you know what this movie reminded me of um i got nothing the circus yeah i don't know uh well you know how rick it ralph sucks the first and one Jordan, I, know, I know you can't i know you can't say that because i i know that uh no, the, that's that's your job i know i really liked the first one I know. yeah well it sucks <laughs> oh. uh it, it sucks and it's stupid and i hate it Wow. Because they were like, hey, here's a cool movie. Zangi from Street Fighter is going to be in it. And you're like, cool. I love video games. And then you go in and they're like, actually, uh, LOL, this movie's about fucking candy. <laughs> it's only about candy. It's not about video games at all. It's about you, fucking candy. You don't like candy? I, I love candy. So Jordan, that sounds you've great. seen me. Then that sounds perfect. Yeah, Match made in heaven. That, 
I like to know that I'm getting candy and not like a movie where Zungi from Street Fighter is going to hang out with my good friend Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah, it's not, but that's not what it was really ever billed to be about. Mm, it oh, kind of was. It, they didn't put like video game dudes in the in the trailers. Like for a second, having a having a uh, a, a what do you call it a a support group meeting? Yeah, they, they told us he was a video game dude. He He's, is a video game dude bullshit he's uh, well that movie's mostly yeah. about candy so well first of all i played the wreck it ralph video game so it definitely exists for like a really long time i avoided watching <laughs> wreck it ralph because like i you know it was advertised as like a video game thing and i didn't know anything about video games so for a long time i avoided watching it but once i did watch it i was like oh this is really nice because it wasn't as much video game related as it Oh, this is actually about candy and about how you can drop Mentos into Diet Coke. What a great... But for some reason, instead of just making a fucking movie about candy like they clearly wanted to, they were like, let's make a... Let's tell everybody that it's going to be about Mario hanging out with Master Chief. No, I don't think they said that. I mean, although... Wait, hold on. The first trailer actually says Mario is going to hang out with Master Chief from Halo. Is that really true? No. Okay. (laughs) No, that's a lie. But but, but they like, have the guy who is kind of like Mario hanging out with the lady who is kind of like Master Chief. Yeah, kind of like. And then and then what do they do? Do they go to a fucking candy world for an hour? They do, yes. Yeah, so fuck that. Anyway, there's a lot of candy in this movie, I guess is what I'm getting. I liked it way more than I liked Rugged Ralph. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. No, no, not even close. All right, let's watch this movie. So it starts... I don't even remember how the fuck it starts. It starts with, uh, isn't it Little Usagi in the opening sequence? Because that comes oh, yeah, back yeah. at the end, and I thought it was really cute. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it does. It, it starts with the adorable uh, uh, opening credits where we get to see all the, ki- all the scouts as, as, as children. Yes. Th- which is so cute. Minako is great. Oh, my God. When she's, when she's a little kid. She was my favorite. I like, this is... Well, what I would point to people when they say, like, Minako doesn't have a personality is, like, this little sequence is just teeming with personality. No, it's really good. It's, like, I, I really wish there was, like, more of this Minako. Because um, what happens is we see Usagi, like, on her way to school and, like, she gets distracted by a friendly dog, which, which is Sam. We see uh, Ami is, like, baking with her mom, which is, we see her only from the back. It's the old, She's, like, nanny from Muppet Babies. We never see her full body. Oh, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on. We skipped a whole scene. We, did we? What, 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 are we? what are we skipping? The German scene. The oh, German yeah, scene. I forgot about that, because it, it only sort of matters. Yeah. Uh, what? What? It's the it sets up the entire plot of yeah, the entire movie. Yeah, except they talk movie. about it later on, so we don't actually need to see it. You know, you know what the rule is, Jordan. It's tell, don't show. Yeah, right. It's the it's the story of the Pied Piper, uh-huh. basically, um, except without the moral parts of it. Yeah, <laughs> without the parts that make it like a story worth telling. Oof, um, yikes! Really going hard. Well, I, I just realized that, but I. But it is very true. Anyway, uh, a, a guy walks through the town. It looks like a sleepy, uh, you know, German-style uh, European town. Uh, German-style European town? Yeah, you know, but I mean, like, that kind of, like, old-timey German village architecture where it's like the... Yeah, I, I just thought, it, like, it's okay. funny to say a German-style European town. <laughs> okay. Um, you could just say a German town. 
but I don't technically know that it's in Germany. That's why I said it that way. Okay. Um, okay. So he goes through the town and he's piping at some weird looking dude. He looks kind of like, you know, an elf fairy creature, like all the other villains from the movies. Yeah. He looks like a villain from a Sailor Moon movie. Yeah. Like. <laughs> yeah. And he uh, rounds up the, all the children in town and they all are glassy eyed and they all sing a song about how much they like mint pie and apple pie as, as, as well as other kinds of cakes and puddings. Yes, which is like my favorite song. I love um, to sing about how much I like cakes and puddings. I mean, this is a song you can learn. Uh, then they they do mention for the first time in the song the three o'clock fairy. Yeah. Uh huh. Which is going to be a, a relevant relevant thing. That's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Like the whole three o'clock fairy thing. I just want to make sure that I wasn't missing no, something. No. Um. So when I heard that line, um, I looked it up and. Yeah, no, the three o'clock fairy is just like oh. a reference to 3 p.m., which is traditionally like snack time in Japan. Snack time. Yeah. The, now, the weird thing being that he's stealing the children at 3 a.m., not, not 3 p.m. Yeah, that's, that's also true. So it's not <laughs> relevant in this case. Maybe if you're also awake at 3 a.m., it can also be snack time. I mean, yeah, yeah, go for it. Have you ever thought about that? I will think about it th- tonight at 3 a.m. Hey, it's fucking time for fourth meal, baby. <laughs> So then we get to the adorable uh, opening, which is the same, the normal uh, uh, theme song, uh, but as you were describing. uh, Before we get there, can I just say, um, I was telling Chris earlier that I watched the original dub as well. And in the original dub, you know, it's the same song with the same lyrics, but in the the movie, they don't mention the three o'clock fairy ever again in the story. So in the <laughs> in the yeah in the redub they actually used it to set up you know something that happens later and sure, I like yeah. that but in the original it was just like in the song and then it's never mentioned again That's ridiculous. It's a it's a ridiculous uh song. It's adorable. Fine. So then we get to the children version of the scouts and uh I did want to mention a thing that Wiki Moon told me that this is the only time we see Ami's mom in uh, any of the anime. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's and it's a little weird because like it's a nice thing that we see her doing, but then Ami's going to talk about it later and is basically going to sound like, oh yeah, but like she's dead. (laughs) (laughs) Oh really? I didn't get that impression. Like she's clearly not, but like I thought it was like the way she talked about it was like, yeah, my mom taught me how to do this, and it's like Ami, your mom's still alive. She's just you know neglectful. Yeah, she sounds very wistful. Yeah. That's it. Wistful. Thank you. I did not actually both Devin and I did not realize we were looking at Ray when we were looking at Ray. Um, well, that's because she's like very like she's in a not a not a kimono. What do you what do you call that? Is it not a kimono? Maybe it is. But like it's it's the formal like thing. You should know it's Ray though because she picks up a baseball bat and beats two children in the head. Well, no, we thought it was we thought it was Jupiter. Oh, is that before we see Jupiter uh, no. chasing after a dragonfly? Yeah, and we see that next, and then when we and and also Ray's hair is up. That's the other reason. Yes. Uh, so we we thought this was Jupiter beating. Up. I mean, Jupiter dressing nice and then beating people up makes sense. I mean, yeah, it's it's on it's on brand. But it uh, is. but we but but then we realized it was Ray when we saw the actual Jupiter. We were like, oh yeah, as you said, uh, chasing a dragonfly. Yeah, mm-hmm. with a net, I think, right. 
I I think she has a net, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. she launches herself physically at the dragonfly and just like forgets about her net. She just wants to make friends. She just wants friends. Be her friend. And meanwhile, uh, Mina is uh, doing everything she sees on television. Oh, it's yes. so adorable. She's she's singing along with uh, an idol. And then there's like a, a Western show with a cowboy who has a death scene. And so Mina does a death scene as yeah. a little kid. It's super cute. I love it. She's also clearly like very good at it. Yes. She is exact. Uh, yeah, the, the Mina part is really, really cute and has a lot of personality. I mean, again, like I said, I feel like Mina's getting better all the time. Well, it's it's when they it's whenever they decide Mina should should be good. Mina's great. You know, it's like whenever they remember, like, oh right, <laughs> Mina, she's fun. The she's weird and horny. <laughs> the um, the second. Sailor Moon VHS that I had was actually the two-parter where she was introduced. Where she was, when she was uh, Sail- uh, Sailor V? Yep. Like, with the introduction and, like... Um, with with the fake Sailor Moon? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. At least I remember that being a good one. Yeah, I thought she was going to be, like, a way bigger deal. I thought she was, like, Sailor Moon's, like, right hand. Like, she was... I thought she was, like, the secondary character. That's how important she was in my mind. I mean, she kind of was... <laughs> Like she was supposed to be. I've just gotten to her introduction in the manga. Yeah. Where she's like, hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Mina. I'm a big deal. I'm the moon princess. She says she's the moon princess. Oh, yeah. Everybody thinks she's the moon princess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because she's the Sailor Venus. It makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she's Sailor V. I sure. She's look, she's the soldier of love. Yeah, like the moon. Yeah, like the like the moonlight is a messenger of love. Mm-hmm. Jordan, do you not know any of this? Mm-hmm. It says it at the end of every episode. It, it, it was, I thought that was just someone whispering in my ear. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> hey, Jordan. Yes. The moonlight is a messenger of love. Oh, I'm looking at my notes for this show, uh, ep- movie, whatever the fuck, and like. I, <laughs> Like, there's so many things in it that I have no clue what I was talking about. <laughs> How long ago did you watch this, Jordan? Only a couple of days. But I've got notes that are like, sweet house, dancing cookies, oh slipper mask. And I'm like, what the fuck am I talking about? And I guess I'll find out. I actually have sweet house in quotations, too. <laughs> it must be a quote. It must be a quote. No, it's um, it's the uh, name of the shop that Chibi meets Pearly at. And it's just called Sweet House. Right. right. Right, so when we when we come back to the present, the, the modern day scouts, the current scouts, uh, they are baking cookies, and at one point they're going to say it's a contest, but it's not actually a contest. It's just that Usagi and Chibiusa are going to have a contest to see who Memory loves more, like healthy people, yeah. like they always <laughs> do. <laughs> how, how, yeah, you know why don't I ever. Is that going to be what happens with me and Darian that we're just competing for Devin's love? I hope not. I mean, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, it's it's. I'm afraid it's inevitable, Jordan. Well, I'm going to definitely cook better cookies than him, so forget it. Yeah. Well, good. Good. <laughs> it's always healthy when a child is competing with a parent for another parent's yep. love. <laughs> like, and look, I know that you, Jordan, yes. have had some very rude things to say about uh, the smaller Usagi. Mm-hmm. Yes. 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 Uh, but 
I think we can all agree that the onus is on uh, uh, Usagi Venti to... Except she hasn't act In the real world, when a person has a child, yes, they must be responsible for that child. I've got news for you. She didn't have the child. <laughs> but she decided to send that child back to herself in the past. Yeah, her older self, who... It made this decision for some reason, decided, hey, you know what would be good for my daughter if I was mean to her all the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know Here's what the they were thinking. <laughs> I don't think Usagi's a good mother. Oh, <laughs> no. Am I, am I wrong on that? Though? You're not wrong, but I like want to give her the benefit of the doubt because I'm just like, she, you know, she hasn't like physically given birth and like her hormones haven't like switched her brain into baby mode where she's like, 100% I must protect and love this being with all of oh, my heart. Absolutely. But but I think what he's saying is the one who did do all those things decided to send her back in time to the one oh. who did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, I got no excuse for that. <laughs> Can't yeah, defend I hate it. to say it, but I don't think she's a very good parent. I don't uh, think she's well, very patient. And why would Memo go along with this? Well, as we know, he sucks. <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> We've seen him in his dumb purple lavender. You know uh, he was probably sick. In the he was probably sick at the time and was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, send her back." He was, and and uh, the the god queen of the universe was like, mm, "Single mom, very hard. Cannot handle it with uh, this sick husband." So off to the past you go. I could... We'll have lots of fun with me hating you forever. <laughs> Oh, so so they start having they're they're cooking cookies. Um, Mina has eaten all of the chocolate chips. Great, wonderful, <laughs> fan, fantastic bit of of character development. Yeah, in the um in the original dub, it actually says that Sailor um, Usagi had quote unquote tested the first half of the bag for freshness. After Mina claims that she's testing the rest of them for freshness, so they both ate like half a bag of chocolate chips. Um, Mina's, uh, Mina's defense for this is it's not easy to shut one's mouth, you know? <laughs> Very true. <laughs> I, I know, I know that like same. <laughs> and I think, oh, and then, uh, because Ami is a genius at everything, she is a cookie genius. She is. She's, she's the kind hearted girl cookie genius. <laughs> she has a secret, uh, cookie preparation technique where you dip, uh, the bottom of a, of a glass in, uh, in the flour and then squish the cookies with it to put fancy designs from the bottom of the glass on the uh on the cookies nowadays that would be slightly less effective because all of your cookies would be like made in china <laughs> but <laughs> Ooh, jordan really really going after fucking Cons- outsourcing of glassware no i honestly it's not even that it's more that i think it sucks that like we have to put like legal language all over all products nowadays <laughs> it's it is very annoying so- Buddy, that's a weird hill to die on. It's not. I'm not dying on any hill. We we bought Darian a beach ball, and you know how the beach balls have like the quadrants, you right. know, or not quadrants, uh-huh. but however many. One full panel of the side of the beach ball is full of like legal disclaimers uh-huh. of how you should and should not use the beach ball. And I was just like, this is so stupid and ugly and awful. Yeah, but you know, if they had to put a warning there, like someone at some point managed to like kill themselves with it. Put it, put it on the bag that it came in or something. Ugh. Why didn't you get a more high-quality beach ball for your child? 
It was my question. Oh, you think that like the more money you pay for the beach ball, the the fewer legal ramifications there are. <laughs> yes, and and obviously the more you love your child. Yeah, I mean money is love. Totally. Yes, as we all know. That was a that was a, there was a government ruling on that, right? That's <laughs> Yeah, corporations are people, money is love. Oh my god. <laughs> all these political hot takes everybody. <laughs> Um, so anyway, yes, Ami, Ami learned this from her, from her very busy away all the time mother. Um, but back when her mother had time for her, this is one of the things she taught her. Yikes. <laughs> this is, that's literally what she says. I do like that, um, Ami's cookie, like the, the pattern she's pressing into it with the glass makes it basically look like a lemonade, like a Girl Scout cookie lemonade. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I just thought that. No, no joke. I just thought it was nice. I just thought it's a good, it's a good cookie pattern. That's so all. then the clock strikes three. Yeah, and oh, also in this scene, Makoto's like, "Wow, I mean, you're really good at baking cookies." <laughs> if you know what I mean. And I'm like, "Yeah, she is." <laughs> My girlfriend's so talented. <laughs> yeah. So the clock strikes three, and uh, speaking of Makoto, she goes, "Oh, three o'clock, fairy," and everybody's like, "Fuck you, talking about." <laughs> Yeah, this is this is a this is not a thing anyone else has ever heard of either, which is nice. Except entire towns of children who disappeared. Uh, I mean, I guess this is one of those things where you find out that all nursery rhymes are based on like mass deaths, <laughs> right? Like like very true, Rosie right. and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it all it all fits. It all fits. Welcome to our cheerful show where we complain about Wreck It Ralph. I like. Consumerism and mass death. Um, so, so it, th- she tells the story of the of the, th- the three o'clock fairy, and it doesn't even really make any sense. It's her. She goes, "Yeah, my mom said there was a fairy who came around at three o'clock every day to tell moms to make snacks for their kids." Which is which is actually like a super weird. It's it's a very weird story to tell a kid because usually you tell a kid a story to teach them some sort of moral lesson, but again, it's just like. Oh, there's a fairy that says, give your kid a snack. Okay. You you can just tell children stories because it's fun to tell children stories. Like, it's not always about imparting moral instruction. I, I, but I don't, I, I guess I don't know of very many of them. They're, or they're, they're usually moral instruction or some sort of practical lesson. Tooth fairy? That I think is no, no. the tooth fairy is a, is another, is a practical one because it's like, it's going to be an unpleasant process of losing your teeth, but. Hey, guess what? You get a reward. Yeah, but what is the what is the what is the moral lesson there? No, I said it's a practical you lesson. Your teeth. It's a practical lesson. You uh-huh. have to you have to get through this, even though it's terrible. But it'll be better yeah. in the end. Right, and you will always get money for bad experiences. And the only way to get money in our awful capitalist society is to experience pain and suffering. Or sell well, your that's body accurate. So moral lessons, yeah, yeah accurate. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You got me there. <laughs> Very accurate. The um, in the original dove, she actually tells this really sweet story about how three o'clock Mondays was when her mom used to make cookies for her for the rest of the week because that was like the only time she had like free time. And so it's actually like a really sweet story in the original dove where she's like, "My mom always made us cookies on Mondays at three p.m." And so this is a little bit of a downgrade in my opinion, where she just talks about a weird fairy. Oh, so you think that there's a place where you feel the original dub was better? That's that's an unusual thing. Yeah, it's goofier. It's rare, yeah, we don't. but in this instance, it was actually like really sweet and touching. 
Oh, and then there's also the double twist of the story of her of of uh, Jupiter saying. Also, I didn't understand what she was talking about, so I thought she just meant the bird and the cuckoo clock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is a weird way to end that story. Uh, so, uh, Usagi's cookies look better than Chibi's, but don't taste as good. Chibi's look like nightmares, and apparently <laughs> are perfectly fine for eating. It's like um, Usagi cut hers with the cookie cutters, and Chibi like freehanded hers. Yeah, because Usagi's look like like bunnies, and Usagi is so proud of herself and is like rubbing it in Chibi's face. She really, she's like, "Hey, hey, guess what? Fuck your cookies. <laughs> I I am better than you, you stupid child who doesn't know anything." Yeah, <laughs> it's like listening to Jordan talk. I don't say that about most children. <laughs> Just Chibi. Just Chibi. Please, Jake, if you could just please put in a super cut of all the times Jordan has said, kids are stupid. Oh, well, that is okay. That's true. I, I have said that. But I don't say it to them. No. There's this, there's this, uh, did I ever tell you guys about, there's this, uh, there's this Twitter I follow called Kids Write Jokes, and it's the best because kids, it's jokes written by children. It's and, very funny, yes. Yeah. It's, I mean, they're, they're, they're funny because they're all terrible and wonderful how terrible they are. I'll mm-hmm. check it out. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it's good stuff. It's it's great because they are complete nonsense. They they really are. They really are. Um, there was one that was like, "Why did the ast- yeah, this one was classic? Why why did the astronaut go to space? Why to fart? <laughs> to fart? <laughs> God, if I could write something half that brilliant. Oh, children. So so anyway, where where were we at? Oh, so so then yeah, then Yusagi tastes her cookie though, and like she almost dies from eating her own cookie. Yeah, she's like, oh, actually, these suck real bad. Yikes! But then Yikes she says that fellow. like Mamo will totally say they're they're great. Yeah, yeah. Which Usagi in, now invents a competition because because the rest of the scouts eat the cookies and they're like, uh, these are not actually good, huh? And she's like. Fuck all of you. Memo will love them, even if they're bad. Yeah, because I've trained him. Because <laughs> he loves me, and none of you love me. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So then, she She's not at her best here, I guess is what I'm saying. But, I mean, when is she? I mean, uh, I don't know, like, the R movie? When it when it counts, she's yeah. always at her like, best. Like, even in this movie, sure. she has some, like, pretty good moments. So Chibi's walking down the street, on her way to feed Mamo uh better cookies and uh she just sees this uh fairy standing there and then she loses all concept of personal space and approaches the stranger well because she sees him and like there's a weird she doesn't see him as a human she sees him as a weird fairy creature Right. right yeah she sees his true form she sees his true form and then we fade to seeing his his fake self, which is that he looks like a little boy in a in a pink two piece suit. <laughs> it's a strong look. Well, it's a, it's a it's slacks and a vest, and then a button down under it. Um, and uh, and then yeah, she comes over and like literally like looks at every angle of him, like like squats down and like looks at him from below, and like every possible way she can look at him, and like grimaces at him. Yeah, uh, and then he's like. All of the food here looks so happy. It's like it's dancing. And instead of going, that's, oh, that's a buck wild thing to say, 
She's like, really? That's a very strange thing you just said. Yeah. This is Sweet House. It all makes sense now. This is, it is. They're at a, resta- a restaurant, a bakery called Sweet House, and then he makes the cookies dance with his magic, which is why I wrote down dancing cookies. Okay. Yeah. He, he turns yeah. the cookies into a lady. It's very weird. Yeah. I wrote down, why are you so impressed you're a magical girl from the future? Because she just looks... <laughs> Well, she's acting like this is the weirdest thing she's ever seen, and it's not even in the top five. Exactly. No. Yeah. Oh, and she's complaining about about Usagi, of course, about how she eats her snacks. And then she's like, but I also eat her snacks, so. Yeah. Uh, so this is Pearly? I thought it was just Pearl. Is it Pearl? Yeah. Pearl. Uh, this is Pearl, and he is, I, I guess, a weird child kidnapper who has never considered the moral implications of these actions. So, I mean, the, the, the question is, do you think he is a child or not? Yes, I think he is a child. I mean, later we learn that they might not be human or, like, humanoid to begin with. Oh, right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is very true. But, but, but is he, like... A child of whatever he is, you know. I assumed he was. That there was a thing. De- Devin and I kind of—I wouldn't say debate, but she she was very much like it's another. That's Chibi's having a romance with another like eternal <laughs> entity, and that's gross and wrong. And I was like, I don't know. Maybe he's just really a, tr- a child. Uh, I mean, I th- I don't know. Like, it's very hard to tell in this show. That is because we don't have enough information, I don't think, in this case to make a decision one way or the other. Because again, we are just coming off of a extended relationship with a space horse. Well, we're in the middle of it, <laughs> technically, uh, it, yeah, when, I guess. when it was released. I guess. But yeah, she's two timing the space horse with the fairy boy. Two timing the space the horse. Space fairy. Good episode title. <laughs> Agree. So we cut to Mamo's house where he is wearing. Another thing from my notes that makes sense now, slipper masks. <laughs> he has tuxedo mask slippers. Yeah. Branding. <laughs> Have you ever heard of it? It's a secret identity. Is it, though? <laughs> Does anyone give a shit who tuxedo mask is? <laughs> I don't think so. Like, even in universe, I don't think they care. Well, Chris, you know what, you know what they would say if they found out that he was? I do know what they would say, <laughs> Jordan. He is tuxedo mask. I don't believe it. <laughs> thank you, hey, thank you for setting that up. I appreciate it. My yeah. pleasure. That. that was really good. <laughs> so Usagi shows up at his place and is like, by the way, there's a fucking stupid ass chibi around here somewhere, isn't there? Um, and there isn't. Um, and then she's like, where did you get that shirt (laughs) okay this was one of my favorite things in the movie because all i could think was it's so plain and normal it immediately stands out among his wardrobe yes exactly like i was thinking that exact same thing i was like of all the shirts this motherfucker has it's not this is the one it's not that normal guys I mean, it's one from, color. Well, it's bright purple, but then it has like a solid black pocket. Uh, I don't even know what to call it. Pocket rim. And then it has like a really weird collar. It doesn't have a normal collar. It has like a tuxedo collar. You know, the kind where the collar goes up and then only the front part folds down. Yeah. 
Uh-huh. It's kind of weird for a shirt. He's on brand. Again, yeah, I mean, Jordan. he can't stray too far. <laughs> surely, right. surely you're familiar with branding in some form or another. And can you explain his peach pants? Yes, they're fashion. Okay. Look into it. <laughs> yeah, I just meant like uh, th- it stands out in his wardrobe in particular. Yeah, like, like it's only one shirt. Uh, it doesn't have a weird symbol on it that is incomprehensible to everyone who is not him. And so, uh, yeah, she, she's questioning when did he got this shirt. And he's like, well, I bought it the other day when I was shopping with Chibi. Yeah. The, to his credit, I, look, I have uh, had a lot of issues with the character of Memory Chiba. But to his credit, like, I love that he is just trying to be a normal fucking person around yeah. his weird 14-year-old girlfriend. Oh, is she not 15 yet still? I I guess she's probably 15 at this I'll point. I'll give her okay. 15. That makes it all better. So he's 48. It does not. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably like 20, maybe yeah. 19. He probably is 20, isn't he? Hmm. Yikes. Oh, I'm so glad that I wasn't aware of this like weird dynamic when I was first like introduced to Sailor Moon because now it's just icky. I was gonna say that's why it's good that he's 100% celibate. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, canonically, Tuxedo Mask is ball cell. So <laughs> we have that going for us at least. <laughs> okay, so uh, so yeah, Usagi freaks out. You were shopping with GB, and she literally asks him, "Who's more important?" Me or Chibiusa? Things not to ask your your your, your spouse. Yeah. Your spouse. I mean, I guess they're not married, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, but are, uh, okay. They're not officially married, but they do know 100 percent that in the future they will be. So it's kind of the same thing. I mean, but they they think they can change the future, though, don't they? We cannot get into this conversation about predestination. <laughs> oh my God. I don't have the time. I want to go to sleep at some point this evening. Yeah. So she says she's brought him the world's best homemade cookies. And uh, he's like, oh, cool. Would have been a really great opportunity for him to go like, oh, did, did Mako make cookies? Oh. That would have been, tell me that would not have been a great gag, though. It would have been pretty great. Yeah. It would have been pretty good. But then a news report comes in on his boombox. <laughs> 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 very true and it's like a really it's a real bummer of a news report <laughs> yeah uh, i think what is it in uh like 43 cities around the world children have been disappearing yeah which i had like a really grim thought at this point let's hear it yeah my thought was like yeah i mean that probably happens it doesn't really make the news no okay <laughs> a child has gone missing in 43 different yes Yes. It's neighborhood worth of children. Like, yeah, it's it's entire cities of children. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, all yeah, the yeah. children, yeah. which would be all the news. Exactly. I'm like, <laughs> why is this the first time that it's being reported on in Japan? Like, I assume they would have heard about it earlier. Unless it all happened like just now, because because I would say the one thing that is surprising is that they interrupted the 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 music to to talk about it. Like, you, you would either be like, no, we're doing wall to wall coverage of the missing children epidemic, right. or you'd be like, we'll talk about it on the news. You don't you don't have to break in and be like, as you all know, <laughs> there's a thing anyway. So then we cut to fake McDonald's where they're standing outside of fake McDonald's. And I don't know, they're, they're, he, she, Chibi decides to give her ugly, tasty cookies to the little uh, fairy boy. Yeah. Pearl. And Pearl. <laughs> uh, 
And like this whole thing is like really I mean, I think it's supposed to be like cute, like, oh, Chibi has a crush, but like it it doesn't there's not like a ton of development on it even or yeah, it's like it's very like glossed over. It's like, well, you can have these cookies. It's like, oh, okay, cool. Thanks. They lay it on real thick later on, but this scene honestly just plays as her making a new friend. But but that's also weird because she literally runs into him a hundred percent randomly, and then leaves just kind of going, "Okay, I'll see you again." And it's like, why would you think you would see him again? Like, you have you well, you just randomly ran into him in Tokyo, yeah. a pretty large city. Is it? Because, like, I feel like like my experience with Tokyo, which is 100% from this show, everybody's in bed by 2 o'clock in the morning. No one's out on the streets. Uh, And there's, like, maybe eight places to go. It's true. But here's what you – you have to reconcile this show with your knowledge from Tokyo Drift. Ooh, which oh. so I assume there's like a lot of drift racing. Yeah. Maybe she's gonna run into him at the, at the. See, Chibi is actually the new DK, <laughs> aka Drift King. I buy hey, it. Um, you know how the Fast and the, the you know how the Fast and the Furious movies are called Wild Speed in Japan. I, I didn't know. But I like that. The Fast and the Furious movies are in Japan called Wild Speed. Uh, Hobbs and Shaw mm-hmm. is called wild speed super combo <gasps> okay yeah. yes yeah so just in case you were wondering uh if there was the most amazing title ever yes there is and that is it i love that so much super, super combo. combo yeah that's perfect yeah it's uh pretty pretty great so okay let's talk about this news report again okay okay <laughs> 43 cities. Also, maybe Jake should cut out my really huge bummer of a thought, but yeah. No, no, it's great. It's great. We yeah, love it's it. great. Oh, we love fantastic. It. No, you know what? Let's save that for patrons so we can only bum out the people who pay us. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What's up? <laughs> no, let's talk about it again. So 43 cities. Again, maybe not, I wouldn't, I, maybe not 43 cities worth, but at least like full neighborhoods of children from these 43 cities, at the very oh, least. Like dozens. Oh, more than even dozens. Pro- probably like a hundred or more. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Lots of children. It's an epidemic. Yeah. But like you said, even so, even with the, the boombox news reports coming through all day on all these children going missing, at 3 a.m., that night, the fucking city is asleep fully. There's yeah, it's not late. a soul. Jordan? Not everybody's got a everybody got it's a school night. You know everybody what, Chris, got work the next day. Let me tell you, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Let me uh-huh. tell you something. Please please tell me something. Because because I have a child, so I know about things Ooh. now. <laughs> about to lay down some fatherly okay. knowledge. Okay. If 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 there was a thing where it was like, by the way. Uh, what happens is children go to sleep at night and then the next morning are gone. Uh-huh. And this is happening like everywhere. I think we might like stay up and watch our child. <laughs> okay, but what if you were like really sleepy though? <laughs> we would take shifts. Mm, well, then, okay, well, everyone on this show except for Usagi has a single parent. So <laughs> that's rude. <laughs> that is inaccurate. Is that inaccurate? No, some of them have no parents. Oh, yeah, some of them have no parents. <laughs> That's even worse. Uh, Ami's Ami's dad sends her a letter once a year, and her mother doesn't have time for her anymore. And her mother doesn't have time for her, so that's out. Uh, Jupiter, 
is a uh, orphan. Yeah. Venus, complicated relationship with her mom. Uh, who else we got? Mars. That's it, right? Mars. Oh, oh, Mars, no parents. Um, Just a weird grandpa. Well, grandpa and maybe a politician. That's what we've been told. That's interesting. Oh, I forgot. Really? I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. We, we, uh, people told us that there's, there's uh, I think it was from the manga that there's evidence that suggests that maybe her father is a politician that is off doing politics stuff. Interesting. Weird. Um, anyway, point is, yes, 3 a.m. the next morning, uh, the fucking streets are dead. Um, if this happened in, in New York City, like, there would be people on the streets on, in some capacity. Mm-hmm. And I would imagine that in real Tokyo there would as well. But uh, instead, what happens is all of the children start hearing that familiar piping, and they uh, they get up and leave. And literally, well, I was going to say literally only one person uh, who is not a child wakes up, and that's Yusagi, and she only wakes up because a cat wakes her up. Technically, I guess four other people do wake up, but you don't find that out for a few minutes. Yeah, I'm thinking like the Sailor Scouts, I get it. They might, you can hand wave that away by saying they're attuned to magic or whatever, like they sense it. But I'm surprised like literally no other human being woke up. No, none. Not a soul. When their children yeah. left their house. Well, no one else has a talking cat. But some of the Scouts don't have talking cats. Well, th- yeah, they do. So, some of I, I would say a good number of right, them do. Right, but what about the ones who don't? Well, yeah, two. Two of them do. We don't... Okay, we don't know where Luna's living these days. <laughs> I mean, I guess I thought she was living at the Usagi... At the Usagi house. At the, at the Skino house. No? Well, we see Diana at the Skino household. We do not see uh, Luna. We just see Luna show up later. Luna's probably hanging out with Ami, as as usual. I wish you were my daughter. And Ami's like, I need a mom. Oh. I wish I wish you were my daughter too, Jordan. Thank you. <laughs> um. So yeah, they all show up and they're like, yeah, uh, Chibi is like walking around like a zombie, just like all these other children. That's weird. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I think I heard something about this on the news. <laughs> so, but here's the thing I think is the, the dumbest part about this entire thing, which is that they solve the puzzle. They manage to save Chibi. Or is, am I jumping too far ahead? Maybe I am. No, no. No, no, no. Go for it. Oh, actually, wait. First, first the part where they go, do you hear a flute? And I'm like, no, I hear a clarinet. But all right, let's call it a flute. They, it's, it's a clarinet. They spank her. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it works. And I fully, ex- she does it twice. Like she spanks her twice and Chibi snaps out of it. And I was fully waiting for Serena to like spank her a third time just for fun. Because <laughs> it would be in character for her to do that. Also, they should just spank all these kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you, look, you can do that with your own child, even when she's from the future. It's, you don't want to do that to someone else's kid. To save their lives? They don't know it's saving their lives. Oh, no, you're right. They're just getting onto a ferry ship like zombies. It's probably fine. Yeah. They say they're going to Candyland. That's not going to be a problem. Yeah. Clearly. In- incorrect. Well, I, I don't know. I'm not a dad, I guess, like you. That's right. That's right. Well, let me tell you, if anybody is ever going to kidnap my child to Candyland, you can spank him. Or the person kidnapping can, him. Or... <laughs> yeah. I mean, you should spank both of them. 
you personally should spank both my child oh and my the kidnapper. God. Jordan, are you implying that I am the mass vigilante known only as the spanker? <laughs> the uh, mangaverse <laughs> punisher, you mean? That's a <laughs> what, what, what a what a crazy suggestion. <laughs> Hang on, I have to go. The city needs me. So, <laughs> so, um, so then this uh, this uh, different uh piping fairy dude uh is like what the heck get away from my kids and uh throws some candy at them and this candy turns into what we soon learn are named the bonbon babies oh yeah that's yeah. that and got Jordan me loves these guys I'm sort of remembering a little bit about this now because I I think I didn't mind them the first time that they were the enemy that they had to fight, but like the like third, fourth time they were having the same fight against the Bonbon babies, I remember being like, "Okay, guys, all right, thanks." Uh, it does go on. <laughs> so at this point, they haven't transformed yet. So the Bonbon babies are just uh, like chasing around the Sailor Scouts. Uh, by which I mean not the Sailor Scouts, the 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 the, the girls, the, the, the teen girls. <laughs> yes. Um, that said, uh, Makoto does grab one and like chuck him really far because she's tough. She is tough. And then they transform, and you know what? They actually make an interesting choice. They they play four transformations at once. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do a, a four way split screen for the the four uh, non Moon Scouts. And play their transformations all at the same time, which is, again, unusual for this show. Usually they'd be like, well, on an episode of the show, they'd, they'd literally always go, let's pad this shit. Show everyone in order. Show them all. That way we don't have to animate something. Watching them all at once is like really interesting because you get to see like little bits of like what makes each one unique. And I, like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. But whose song did they play? No. none none a, a, a new a new score then the two scouts transform or the two moons transform um here's the thing that doesn't happen in the show uh because basically whenever they hit the bonbon babies uh with a with a good attack at least in this version of the fight uh they they turn back into a little candy ball and fall to the ground and i a hundred percent except expected usagi to eat it <laughs> Yeah, that would have been actually very good. Like a hundred percent. I couldn't believe that didn't happen. She wasn't like, oh, <laughs> like just grabbed it. Like, why not? Oh, well. Yeah. Agreed. Is, is this where you saw you gets turned into a baby? Not yet. Or she thinks she gets turned into a baby? Okay. Not yet. This thing's full of weird <laughs> stuff. Oh, yeah. Wait, hold on. Hold on. Also, the, the fucking fairy dude, when he's like <laughs> yelling at them. Uh-huh. He's like, "Hey, hey, hey, stop fucking with these kids. They ca- they came with me of their own free will." And I'm no, like, "No, they did it." <laughs> uh, that's an interesting definition of free will you got there. Yeah. Like 100% brainwashed, not free yeah. will. One of my favorite things is also the fact that he has no idea who the Sailor Scouts are, and when they introduce themselves, they're like, "You know, we're here to punish you." And then the other four scouts go, "We're here too." Us too. We're we're also here. <laughs> <laughs> they they know what they're about. Yeah. They know whose whose name is on the uh, on all the merchandise. And I guess I guess the scouts were looking at him going, Okay, this is clearly some sort of alien guy or something, so we don't need to protect our secret identities. <laughs> right? They 
Do they ever actually worry about it? They worry about it a little. Like they go around a corner or something or or something. Right? I I think that has not been a plot point since Jedi was around. Yeah. Oh wow. I think they worry about it like around people they know, like humans more so than the villains themselves. Yeah. They're they're endangering their own families. Well, those of them that have families. <laughs> <laughs> not really an issue for most of them. Yeah. <laughs> TBQH. So do we do we get this guy's name yet? I can't remember. I also cannot remember. Here, here's the weird thing. Not yet. This we have on Blu-ray, so I cannot watch it while we record. Oh, really? I'm relying on my notes and my memory. Oh, because you don't have a, 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 a an optical drive, right? No, I I have a uh, newish MacBook. So even though I own a DVD, no optical drive. Right. Yeah. yeah, I still have an optical drive. That's why I'm I'm, I'm watching the DVD as we as we talk about this i will say i quite liked the uh the the blu-ray it looks very good it did although i will say i i almost felt like it was too hd like i i like i like it was the hd was so clear that like you could see how imperfect some of the drawings were <laughs> yeah well i mean that, that's fair but also think about you know how good did the ami special look amazing though. Yeah. Amazing looking. Which is also, you know, w- which ran, I believe, in the theaters before this movie. All the money went for that short. It's no joke. It really <laughs> did. Yeah. They know where, uh, like, what their audience is coming for. I, absolutely. Everybody's here to see Ami Mizuno. I mean, everybody in Japan. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. And me. No, so you were not, saying, Jordan. She's not your favorite scout. So, so They're he, all my favorite scout. Yeah. I, okay. I guess my favorite is the one I have a tattoo of. So, so this guy whips out his flute. Uh-huh. Flute clarinet. Okay. <laughs> you need to you need to be a little quicker on the end of that sentence, buddy. Penis. No, boo. Oh, I mean boo. Flute, flute, flute. And he plays a little tune, and all of a sudden, the scouts believe they are in a beautiful realm where they they see a gingerbread house and. And my wife pointed out a good, a smart thing, which is that you, when you see a gingerbread house, you should not be excited. It's from a story where it's notoriously bad. Yeah. Yeah, but it tastes good. <laughs> okay. You're like, I could beat the witch. This is probably a good yeah. gingerbread house. Look, if I, if I eat that much gingerbread, I'm going to get hopped up. <laughs> so if you saw a gingerbread house, you'd run for it. You'd run towards oh, yeah. it. How many, like, how often am I going to have the chance to eat a house? You got to live life, Jordan. Yeah. I would cautiously approach it. I mean, if you, if you want me to eat a house, gingerbread's probably not the best thing to make it out of. Do you not like gingerbread? Like, it's okay, but I wouldn't be like, oh, I got to eat all of that. I might be like, I'll have a bite, but like, I'm not going to go crazy. I would go crazy. (laughs) I would go buck wild wait also also i just realized the other thing so in in stories gingerbread houses are terrible because they are owned by witches and a trap but in real life gingerbread houses are like made with like glue (laughs) are they aren't they like you're not most actual gingerbread houses that people have are not for eating i grew up in a muslim household so i have no idea Gingerbread houses that you, that most people make are perfectly edible, but like they, like if you make a gingerbread house for like a gingerbread house competition, it's not oh, okay. be like super edible. Although there are many competitions that you can only use edible ingredients. Like it has to be a functionally edible gingerbread house. I have never seen anyone eat a, eat a gingerbread house. I've only ever seen people make them for show. Well, Jordan, you got you gotta look a little harder in these Christmas traditions. Gotta look a little harder. 
they all run into the gingerbread house and they're uh, about to eat it when uh oh and, oh and they all turn into they're children. about to eat it they all turn into children uh-huh except chibi who's already a child child who's already a children <laughs> she's already a children very true yeah and then they have their they have their cute little uniforms i just i can't it's so adorable Oh yeah, they shrink their their scout uniforms. It's it is absolutely great. It is very good content. And they're about to chomp on a a ring, a random like floating ring that they find. A donut. It's a donut. But like it, it's also floating. Anyway, whatever. They're they're It's on a string. It isn't in the in the dream i thought i thought it was i was watching on blu-ray though maybe that string only appears in <laughs> anyway they're about to when am i gonna play it again oh you don't have the real one he is tuxedo mask i don't believe it buddy i replaced the oh, real one with that oh, that is the here. only one that exists in my world <sighs> well the answer is yes uh tuxedo mask shows up he roses the the flute they all realize that uh, they were about to uh, you, you saw he was about to eat a what are, I don't know what they're called. I think they're climbing rings. Yeah, like a climbing ring on a jungle gym. I think they're donuts. No, what? Oh no! You mean when she like comes out of her weird right, right? What it really fantasy. is? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's yeah. part of the no, jungle think, gym. Yeah, it's it's a it's it's a it's the ring you do ring rows on at the gym. So Tuxedo Mask starts fighting this guy. He like jumps at him. He doesn't usually do that. Like usually, he just kind of is like, "Cool, well done." But he actually just jumps right into the fray this time. And uh, and the guy makes uh, children attack him. <laughs> yep. Which is a great way to deal with Tuxedo Mask. Well, because he can't just beat up children, even he though could. Again, he could. it would work. He, you told him that he spank had permission. Them. Yeah, spank them. If he, if he spanked the kids, they would snap them out of it and they would have won. Uh-huh. But instead, a bonbon baby uh, <laughs> bashes into him. My favorite Bay City Roller song. <laughs> Good deep cut basic rollers joke for everybody out there. Or honestly, a deep cut love actually joke is what that really is. I've never seen it still. Uh, you should watch you should watch it at least once. It has plenty of problems. Yes. I've heard I've heard mostly good things. I would say it is a mostly good movie. Some sections do not age well. Uh-oh. No joke. One of those movies, eh? Like all of them. A movie where parts does not age. Yes. Well, yeah. So okay. So uh, so they're 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 gonna have to fight the bomb my babies again. When all of a sudden, a, a second tooting is heard, and Pearl is there also playing a flute, but in in their favor. And then all of a sudden, oh, uh, all of a sudden the bad guy uh, gets a gets a work call that he really has to take. <laughs> Very. Tough. He's like, sorry guys, you're gonna have to hold on a sec. It's a phone call from uh, Batty Ann, right? Ba- Batty Ann. I think that's her name is Batty Ann, isn't it? Like in the original, they call her Badianu, which is the only thing that's popping up in my head. But I guess that's what they call her in the new dub. Uh, yeah, Queen Batty Ann. And so uh, she calls up and is like, what the fuck's, uh, hold up. And he's like, oh, Pearl being a dick. And Pearl's like, yeah, why are we stealing children? Hey, I did some reading. And it turns out, <laughs> uh, guys, kidnapping is bad. Against most rules. Yeah, most people frown on it. I think his objection is that they're doing it too violently right now. Like, as opposed to in other cities where they had no opposition. 
like this time there's people fighting back and i guess like he's mad that they're being too violent in collecting the children and so Chibi runs up and is like, Pearl, yeah, what's up? And 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 Batty Ann's like, oh, you fucking wussing out on us because of this girl? Why don't we just, uh, I'm going to like power up these uh, bonbon babies and uh, 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 they're going to kick your friend's asses and then we're going to make this happen, which is basically what then occurs. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, now we fight the bonbon babies again. Except this time, the scouts lose. Yeah, and that's how it ends. That's the end. It's like the end of the series. All right, well, I don't... That's not exactly true. The the Bonbon babies successfully kidnap all the children, including Chibi. And then they sail away in... Oh, did we... We haven't described yet that they are sailing in, like, a giant, like, crazy circus flying boat. A Candyland ship. Yeah, I called it the Nightmare Clown ship. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a very good description. They do have mint pies and apple pies. They mention it a lot. I mean, like, yeah. That sounds great, actually. God, I could go for an apple pie. Is it 3 a.m. yet? Uh, No, it's only 11. Uh, I'll just have to get up later at 3 a.m. So you can enjoy a jiggly pudding? I would, you know what? You, you, you're talking shit right now, but I would love a jiggly pudding. Yeah, I would not be mad about it. Is it made I out mean, of Jigglypuff? Why would you even suggest that, Jordan, you fucking Jordan. weirdo? <laughs> That's horrifying. Oh, Jigglypuff. Are you alright? I'm, I'm up to here with you. Oh. No, I'm up, to, I'm up to here with it. You know what we should do? T- take a break for yeah. a week? That's what we yeah, should we do. Should... I think we should. I think we'll come back next week and we'll cover the ending of this movie and discuss what uh, Batty Ann's plan is and and how Chibi uses the perfect person to target for it. But it is uh, very weird. It's pretty weird. Yeah, it works out for her like that she just came across this girl. <laughs> that she had no idea like who she is. And she's like, oh, you're perfect to fill my plans. It's pretty weird, guys. It's pretty weird. Uh, so I guess we're not going to do any of the lessons that we've learned until next time. Uh, but uh, Sagal, can you tell us where people can find you online? Should you wish to be found? Uh, yeah, I'm Sagal Denon on Twitter. And uh, all I really do is just like poke and like mention people whose work I admire and just like ask them when stuff's coming out. So it's not very interesting. And uh, I'm on Instagram at Suggle underscore customs, and I make uh, little Funko Pop figurines for fun. Like, I customize them. And that's uh, S-A-G-A-L? Yes, S-A-G-A-L-D-A-N-A-N for Twitter, and then underscore customs for Instagram. Excellent. All right. Jordan, what about us? Uh, You can find the show on Twitter at Sailor Business. You can find me on Twitter at Crackshot with a zero instead of an O. You can find our producer, Jake Mason, at JJ underscore Mason. He does a ton of podcasts aside from Sailor Business. And on lots of them, he appears. And by appears, I mean vocally, because it's it's an audio medium. But uh, you should check those out. Chris, how about yourself? Uh, I'm on the bad website Twitter as at the ISB. And uh, you can find links to everything that I do at the-isb.com. That's going to be it. We will be back next time with the second half of The Black Dream Hole. And until then, 
keep your mind on sailor business. Sailor.